0: okay i couldn't see myself for a minute hi everyone i can see myself now hi everyone how are you guys doing i had to get on there to make sure that i could see myself at first it wasn't showing me going live but i am here today in the eighth month the new beginning Um, I hope that this month has been a blessing to you guys. I hope that God has shown you favor in this month. Um, Our children are back in school, and so we need to keep them lifted, whether they're in um, high school, elementary, college, or whatever. We need to keep them covered because, you know, we've had a lot of bad things happen in school. Uh, We need to pray against bullying and um, things um, that go on in school. Uh, rape, molestation, all those things. Um, but we're grateful that our kids can actually go to school. We need to protect them from COVID. We need to protect them from a monkeypox. Let me tell y'all something about this monkeypox. Your girl do not want the monkey Do you hear me? If this monkeypox end up being like this COVID, you won't see me nowhere. here. Nowhere. I just, I don't want the monkeys. I just don't. Um, what else did I want to talk about? Oh, I want to talk about my oldest one. This is last year of law school. Shout out to Wu, uh, my niece that's, that's in college, that's also in law, money And then I have one more niece, Raylan, um, that's in, uh, in college. So shout out to my nieces and my nephew. You know, Wu is my nephew. He is my brother's son, but I raised him um, while uh, for my brother. Um And so I'm grateful for that. And congratulations to all the seniors this year. Uh, Congratulations to all the people that started college this year, this first year of freshman college, freshman year of college. Congratulations. I think that's all I had as far as announcement. Um, And you know how we do, we're going to get on these declarations. I think I have like five declarations on tonight. I declare that I will submit my mind, heart, and tongue to the Lord daily. Daily, I will submit it. Um, I declare that I will be aware and conscious of my words that I use. I declare that I will not complain or project my issues on others. So important, so important. I declare that I will always be humble enough to apologize and ask for forgiveness for my words and attitude towards others. So, in import, so important. I declare that I will practice speaking words of affirmation, encouragement, and comfort to others. Those are our declarations for tonight. And we're going to go ahead and get on the topic about fighting fair. Um, I think sometimes that, people first of all i think that there's a unrealistic ideal about relationships right and i believe that you know as believers we have we have been given this unrealistic ideal that we don't argue that we don't get upset that we don't get mad that we don't have disagreements and the least thing that somebody feel like is offensive to them then they kind of just kind of be judgmental towards us they don't want us to judge them but then they're judgmental towards us um, but i want to bring awareness that it is inevitable that we um have arguments and that we have this disagreement that's going to happen i don't care who you are i don't care uh, if you're in the pulpit or out of the pulpit i don't care what it is we're going to have disagreement we're going to have conflict we're going to have arguments our responsibility is to deal with those things in the way that God has purposed us to to deal with those things. And so a lot of times we get in disagreements and argument. It goes too far. Um, I've seen uh, Christian debates. I've seen pastors get into it with other pastors and it just go way too far. And I believe um, that we need to work on ourselves. How about that? We got we have to work on ourselves. Um. I come from a, a line of dysfunction. So we often yell. I still yell. I'm still working on that. But I have learned how to control my words and I learned how to fight fair. Um, and I think that all of us struggle in that era. Yes, we want to be super saints and all this other kind of stuff. But the reality of it, it takes mad discipline to um engage without taking it too far and so today i thought about um today i want to dig on the topic of fighting fair one of the scriptures that i want to read on tonight is coming from matthew 18 15 15 through 17. come on words come on out because you kind of stumbling a little bit girl and um, i want to bring awareness that this part of the bible in matthew is talking about restoring so even though we have arguments um, the arguments is not to destroy one another. The arguments and the confrontation and the disagreement is not necessary to tear each other down, but to build each other up. Um, because this is going to be a part of our life, whether we're in a relationship with our children, whether we're in a relationship with one another, whether we're in a relationship with our parents, whether we're in a relationship with our, our job, uh, whether we're in a relationship with our spouses. We're going to have arguments. And so the whole idea of an argument is to find our strengths and our weaknesses and work on them and to build from there. So here in the book of Matthew, chapter 18, uh, 15 through 17, it talks about restoring a brother. Now, this is not an agenda form, but it just it means both men and women. And so when we talk about fighting, we know that we're going to fight, not a physical fight, but fighting with our words. And we already know that there is life and death in the power of the tongue. And so we have to watch what we say. I often tell people that I don't say anything that I don't mean. In other words, I'm not saying that I'm perfect, but I really watch what words I say to you. And if I said I most definitely meant it. Um, But I don't fight unfair i don't like that and i don't like dirty fighting i don't like that i like to talk about the topic i like to communicate about the topic but unfortunately when you're dealing with other people at times they're gonna dig at you and so this is coming from matthew let me read it it says if your brother sins against you go and rebuke him in private now this is us this is the bible is telling us how to handle conflict and how to fight fair if somebody offends you somebody do something to you that you don't approve of the first thing that the bible tells us to do is go to that person in private a lot of times we be so busy trying to front people out trying to pull the 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 carpet from under their feet to a lot of times we're trying to be petty a lot of times we just do things that just kind of in so many words it's kind of despicable um, because at the end of the day, what, who? why are you treating them like your enemy? Why are you treating your brother and your sister whom you say you love as an enemy? Why do you feel the need to go that hard on them? And I believe that that has a lot to do with your upbringing, what you had to go through in your life. I believe that some of that has to do with trauma. Some of that has to do with the, the trauma that you experience and the things that you learn in that trauma to ha- how to handle things. And so every time you fight, you think you got to fight and, and cut people on the throat. But the Bible said, go to that person in private. It says, if he listen to you, you have won your brother over. But if he won't listen to you, take one or two more with you so that by the testimony of two and three witnesses, every fact will Every fact may be established. And so the reason why you take other people with you is so versatile. I believe that you take other people with you. So, 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 so if you feel offended or you feel like this person did something to you, that you got more ears to hear the full story. So they won't just get to hear your side of the story, but they also get to hear the other person's side of the story and then be able to make decision wise decision um, based on what they heard. So the the Bible said that they would uh, make fact might be established, like what's true, what's not true, what should be said, what should not be said. But we why is it that we why is it that we do we're Christian people, but we don't do nothing that the Bible tells us. I have yet to see somebody do as it had, what has been instructed for us to do, go and get somebody else. Now we go tell other people, we don't bring them to the situation. We go so we can side them to our side. You know, I have some people right now that have deleted me based on somebody else, what somebody else said. And I don't even know that that person didn't talk about them too. Like that's why it's important to bring first wise elders who can discern, And who have wisdom to rectify and reconcile situations. But we don't do that. Because we're so into, excuse me, (coughs) excuse me, not fighting fair. We have to realize that conflict is not comfortable. I don't care who you are. I don't care. I need some water. Excuse me, I'm sorry. (coughs) Excuse me. Conflict is not comfortable. Some people are not confrontational. They do not like to have confrontation. And some people don't mind it. (laughs) Excuse me, I don't know why I'm coughing. (laughs) But it's necessary sometimes. um, But we we must learn to work through it. We got to learn how to work through disagreements. We got to learn to work through arguments. We got to learn to work through conflict because conflict is not always negative. That's the one thing that we need to get out of our mind. That's why some people don't like confrontation because they think every time something comes to the plate that it's going to be in a negative form. No, sometimes God allowed conflict to happen so that we can grow so we can change how we deal with things so we can let go cycles and patterns that we've been having from our trauma and teach us how to properly disagree with each other and how to handle things in a godly way. So we learn it in the process. And so I wanted to bring up some more scriptures because I think that it would make sense that I would bring these up. And the second Timothy two and 14 said, keep in mind God's people of these things Warn them before God against squirreling about words. Hmm. It is of no value and only ruins those who listen. That's why it have to be in. That's why it has to be in. It's important that we watch what we say to one another when we're in disputes, when we're in arguments and watching words that don't have any value. If you want to bring over, uh, if you want to make something known, you don't do it by insulting somebody. Or by talking about somebody, or bringing up some stuff that somebody told you to use against that person. That's not how you win people over. That's not how you handle situations. Second Timothy two 23 and twenty four. Do not have anything to do with foolish and stupid argument. If it's foolish, if it's petty, if if, if it's, it's stupid, listen. Some you got to pick your battles. You got to pick your battles on what you're going to fight on. He said, because, you know, they produce squalls and the Lord servant must not be squallsome, but must be kind to everyone, able to teach and not resentful. So in other words, you argue with a person too long, then you become resentful, then you become unforgiving, then you become um, bitter. All this other type of malice that comes in our hearts when we disagree with people because we go too far proverbs 29 and 22 says that An angry person stirs up conflict and a hot tempered person commits many sin and so we have to be careful the book of proverbs is a book of wisdom we have to be careful not to operate in wisdom we need to check ourselves if we find ourselves angry because most of the time we project onto people what we feel we'll project on a people what we feel about ourselves, what we feel about our circumstances, and we just taking stuff out on other people. So you have to be careful if because the Bible says that an angry person stirs up conflict. So all this, these people that's keeping up meds and keeping stuff going, the Bible's maybe saying that they're angry people. You know it says a hot tempered person commit many sins. And then I'm 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 guilty of being hot tempered. I have a hot tempered son. Yes, I am guilty of that. Um, but I've learned through the years to be aware that it's, it's easy to get in trouble and it's hard to get out of it. And I teach my son that because he he has some of me in him and his dad and he's like double me, you know, um, hot temper. I can go from zero to 100 depending on what it is and what's going on, what the person did, how many offense this person did. And so I have to be aware of my own temper, my own temper. That means I have to discipline myself. That means sometimes I have to walk away. Sometimes I don't even say anything because if I go, if I do, then I'm going to go too far. Second Timothy 2 and 16 said, however, avoid pointless discussion for people will become more and more ungodly. So when you see things that are going on a, amongst people that are Christian, they become more and more ungodly. The scriptures is, is warn us. Avoid pointless conversation, discussion, things that don't have no meaning, things that are not going to change. When you're, when you're dealing with people, you know that they do this with everybody. Why continue with them? Why? Because it's just going to become more and more, they're going to drag that old person out. Y'all know the old person is not dead. My old person is not dead. Not. And so I have to be self-disciplined to not allow that person to come up. Because if that person come up, it's a whole big old mess. You ain't got to tell me it's a mess. I know it's a mess. And that's what God is warning us for. And this is my last one. Proverbs 15 and 1 say, a gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. And I remember um, this guy, he's deceased now, but he was real, real mean and somebody broke his heart. And so uh, we had this, uh, it was called dating conversation, but we wasn't dating anybody. We were just talking about dating conversation. A friend of mine that started this group. And I remember him being so mean to all the women. And then I I remember one day I did something that God had laid on my heart to do. I just inboxed him one day and I said, you know what? I don't know what happened to you, but I apologize to whatever woman ever hurt you. And when I tell you it melted him down. It melted him down to, like, I didn't even know the person after I said that. He began to be such gentle, such a kind guy. Unfortunately, he died from a colon cancer. But I um, I just melted him down with my words, just telling him, I apologize. I don't know if anybody ever apologized to you, but it worked. And so this is what the scripture said, a gentle answer, gentle answer turned away rap. And the other one that was trying to get back at him, oh, he could keep it going. But my gentle answer just turned him right around. And so from that day forward, we was cool, like real cool. And so I wanted to give you guys those scriptures so you can have something to think about. And then I want my time be going by so fast, but I want to talk about what not to do in arguments what not to do in arguments if we're going to fight fair we need to know what not to do right we need to know how to handle arguments the first thing we don't need to do is be passive aggressive i personally do not like a passive aggressive person because you can't trust them a passive aggressive person know that they feel a certain type of way and they'll hold it back and then do all this pettiness and then lie you know because you can't be passive aggressive and not connect to a lie and you cannot be passive-aggressive not connect to manipulation. That's why I don't deal with people that's passive-aggressive because all you have to do is be honest. I know com- confrontation is not always the most comfortable thing, but sometimes it's needed to get things c- accomplished and to get all the ugly stuff out of the air and to come back and try to build what, whatever relationship we have together. We don't want to do that because it brings, it incites us to, to be dirty, to be grimy. We think that's something to brag about, pettiness. No, it's not. It makes you look ugly, and you know what? It destroys friendship, friendship that's been good to you, friendship that you need in your life right now. And because you're so dirty, now you don't have nobody to be by your side because you think fighting dirty and, and being uh, passive-aggressive is going to get you somewhere. Being de- defensive. Why are you being defensive? We got only way we can get to a resolution. We got to talk about the problem at hand. Why? With you know that's unnecessary. Hitting below the belt. I know people that love to hit below the belt. All they want to do is win the fight, win the argument. Yeah, you win the argument, but you lost some friends on the on the way, and you ain't never been able to get those friends back, and you ain't gonna never have no friends like that. There's some people that you lose out of your life, you can't replace them. Keep on thinking you can continue to replace things. Some people are irreplaceable. Um, stay uh never take your focus off the problem. A lot of people want to bring up other things. Now we don't need to bring up nothing. We just need to focus on what the issue is and deal with the issue. Don't try to pull something else out because that's that's they don't have anything to do with what we, what I got a problem with or what you have a problem with. Fighting fair. Using uh, accusations against somebody, people use accusations, especially when they know they are wrong. Accusation ain't nothing but a lie. You're accusing of somebody, accusing somebody of something that you know not to be true. It's foolish. Don't do that. You think you're hurting a person, but in the end, you're hurting yourself. Fight fair. Don't. This is my favorite thing. Do not share what somebody told you in private and in confident confidentiality and use it against them in an argument. That's real dirty. That's real, real dirty. And it reveals your heart. The Bible said out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. People think that when you when you do dirty stuff, they don't reveal who you are. It revealed that you've been hating for a long time. Most of the time it revealed that you're dirty, that you're um, jealous, and that you've been having something against that person. And it only comes out when when there's a conflict. But God has called Christians to fight fair. We're going to fight. We're going to have a, a a verbal fight, but we have to learn how to fight fair. My last thing is what? Um, uh, no, I got some more. Try to uh, disengage your body and your eyes. We can't. It's hard for me to communicate with somebody, and I can see it, that whole body disposition. you looking over here. You're not really paying attention. You're not giving somebody eye tech. Your whole body language is bad. Don't do that. That ain't fighting fair. It's not, <laughs> and it's just aggravating the person that's trying to bring over a point to you. And you're just not engaged at all. Walking away without a resolution. Some people just don't want resolution. They feel okay because they think they didn't want to fight. But don't do that. That's not calling fighting fair. If you don't walk away in resolution, you're going to look up and you're not going to have nobody to talk to. You're not going to have no friends. You're not going to have no family. Don't nobody want to put up with that. It's too much. But the things we can do to fight fair, right? We can listen for understanding. This is major. We do not like to listen. What I said and what you heard are two different things. Sometimes we don't even let the person get out what they're trying to say without interrupting them. So how are you going to listen? In order for you to fight fair, you got to listen. We hate to listen. We're trying to finish somebody's sentence. No, that's not what I'm saying. Listen. Listen. And maybe you can understand and it won't be no miss miscommunication on what i'm trying to get you to understand because you're listening we hate to listen because we think we know it all we think we know what everything no listen not only that keep it clean make sure your hands clean make sure your mind is clean make sure your heart is clean when people fight dirty like that and they go beyond the uh, go beyond go hit below the belt it's because their heart not right. You're revealing your heart, sweetie. Keep it clean. Keep your heart clean. Keep your mind clean. Keep your hands clean. Stop hitting people below the belt. It's gonna, it's, it's gonna hurt you more in the end. Cause you're gonna look at, you're gonna look at that person that was loyal to you, that person that loved you, that person that had your back, and realize that they wasn't a the problem. You was the problem. Some people so traumatically messed up that they don't realize that you ain't got to go that hard in a fight to everybody. You got to know who you fighting against and who your enemy is. And some people don't know who their enemy is, so they treat everybody the same. Not on that, but know when to stop. Know when things are not working out. Know when the person can't hear you. Know when the person not understanding and just stop. That comes with maturity. You know what? We we're gonna disagree to we're gonna agree to disagree because we're not going anywhere right now with this. And so maybe we just need somebody to come in and help us deal with this and bring a different perspective. It's okay to say, let's stop here. Because I don't want you to say any more things that you've already said that's gonna make me feel some type of way, and I don't want to say nothing that I want to regret. Pray for resolution. A lot of times we don't want resolution, we just want to win. Pray for resolution. Most of the time, it's the people that's close to us, our children, our spouses, our parents, our brothers, and our sisters. Sometimes you leave them alone, let them cool off. And then if they call you and apologize or do something, because most people don't even know how to apologize. They'll just do something and give you something. And you know by knowing them that they apologize. That's sometimes that's all they have. Own the truth. Own the truth. If you did something, own the truth, fight fair, own your truth, own what you did, period. Be honest. I do not like liars. I don't. I don't do well under liars. I don't. I do not like liars. I don't like manipulators. They, they run together. They cousins. They kin folks. They do the same thing. They serve the same purpose but speak the truth. Forgive, forgive, forgive. I'm. I, sometimes you don't even know that you have hidden unforgiveness in your heart. I have hidden some unforgiveness in my heart and didn't realize that I hadn't forgave that person because sometimes unintentionally we move on. We might not be close to that person no more. We might not even talk to that person anymore. And sometimes we just move forward without forgiving that person. Forgiveness is the most important thing. Give grace. In order for you to give grace, it comes with love. In order for me to give you grace and extend mercy to you, it comes with love. And we should be doing that anyway, because that's what God does for us. Some people might not understand it. Some people might think that you're crazy for giving grace and showing love and showing mercy but I believe that I should be able to give something that God gives me on a daily basis. So when I look at the things that I'm having to go, I'm having to go through, I remember what God does for me. I make mistakes every single day, every day I fail, I fall. And so I want to extend to somebody that I know that should be in my life, that I know that's good for my life. I want to extend to them the grace to forgive them, the grace to extend an olive branch to them and say, hey, we can work on this together. There are some people that are so toxic and so messed up, it don't matter. They're not, they not going to never be honest They're not, not going to never be true. We're not talking about them people. We're talking about people that you can't really reconcile with. A lot of us don't even have a relationship with our children because we won't tell the truth. We won't own up to it. We won't fight fair with them. Nothing is more important than me having a relationship with my children. I'm sorry. I love my babies, and I, there's no art. It's nothing that we disagree about is more important than our relationship, and that's the same way we should feel about our spouse. Like I'm not your enemy, baby. I'm your teammate. God gonna bless some of us with some teammates, but I'm not here to be. I'm not here to be your enemy. No. I, yes, I do agree with this, but I'm still on your team. And I'm not here to hurt you. And I'm not here to hit you below the belt. And I'm not here to, uh, to, to use against you what your vulnerability that you gave to me, the things that you shared to me. I'm not gonna use those things against you, but I wanna fight fair. I wanna close the loop in so that we can fight fair, that you could know without a shadow of a doubt that you on my team and I'm on your team. Yes, we got some issues, but we're not gonna allow these issues to defeat us. Those are the people that God is looking for. Those are the things that God is recommending that we do. Choose the right words. I'm big on words. Big on words. Some people use words out of spite because they don't have nothing else to say. They don't have no defense. They don't have anything because they just too stubborn to say you were right. You did. You said the truth. And so they'll use words to bring you down, but God is saying, make sure your words, we talked about the power of the tongue, the power, is life and death. I know we disagree right now, but I'm not going to speak death on you. I'm not going to speak words. That's going to bring you down. I'm not going to use my mouth to, to, to destroy you, but I'm going to use my mouth to lift you up because in spite of what we're disagreeing about and what we're fighting about, I still love you. I care for you. I want to see you make it. I want to see you conquer everything that you're going through in your life. Why? Because I have a heart of love. Sometimes we have to take the blame and apologize. Take the blame. It's okay. Listen, some arguments, look, I take the blame. Maybe I was such and such and such. And I'm sorry. How can we move forward? How can we rectify this? How can I make you feel better in this situation? Ask questions instead of assuming. We like to assume a lot. A lot. We do. We like to assume instead of asking questions. If I feel a certain way about something, you best to believe I'm going to call you. I'm going to call you and ask you. If I feel that strongly about something that's bothering me, I'm going to call you and ask you. And most of the time when you ask somebody, you find out that's not even what it was about. The last thing is work together, work together, restoring with another. How is it that I can make this thing better? What is it that I can do? Is it something that I'm doing in this relationship? Is this something that I'm doing as your mother? Is there something that I'm doing as your daughter? Working on yourself. People don't like to work on themselves, but I love to work on myself. And I take it very seriously. I take communication very seriously. I take the words that come out of my mouth very seriously. So if I said it, I meant it. And I didn't mean it to hurt you but i meant it in truth and sometimes people can't handle the truth but we have to learn how to fight fair no one ever told me how to fight fair you know what who taught me how to fight fair this word is what taught me how to fair fight fair, studying the word of God, learning about boundaries and setting boundaries and respecting others and learning conflict resolution and wanting to spread love and extend grace and mercy. This word, if you, it'll work for you if, if you if you let it. But we don't know how to do things because we don't read the word of God. We don't study. We don't know what God is telling us to do. It's a lot of things. There's a lot of scriptures that I could have quoted on tonight and, and share with us on how to fight fair. How to have wisdom, how to be mature. And we all still growing. I'm still growing. I'm still growing. Because I can give it, I can give it just as just as well as you can you can dish it out. But I have to remember to be humble and what God is calling me to do. And so when you start doing stuff that I know is a direct attack on me, I'll just I'll be I'll be okay. I might ask you why you're doing it. When did I become your enemy? When did this happen? You allow one argument or one disagreement to go here? Like, but that's not always about you. Sometimes that's about the next person. And so I hope tonight you guys look at your life and figure out how can you make your family better? How can you make your friendship better? How can you make your your relationship with your children better? How can you make your working relationship better? How can can you make your relationship better with your spouse? How how can we make the church better? How can we make the kingdom better with Fighting Fair? Because remember, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Show us my name is Mikey. But God is dependent on us to fight fair. That's all I have tonight. I hope this has been a blessing to you. Remember, we are to restore, not to destroy. We are to restore our brother or our sister and not to destroy them. That's all I have tonight. I hope you guys have been blessed. Hey, be honest with yourself. Be honest with yourself. Be honest and and let yourself know, hey, nobody ever taught me how to deal with issues and so we just deal with them the way that we grew up and that's wrong it's wrong we got to break cycles we we have to break generations of curses we have to do better as the people of god the people we already got enough scrutiny on us i seen a a pastor that was arguing and scoring on a lady and talking and calling her you know, talking about her size and everything because she brought a situation to him. This is a pastor, a shepherd, he was going hard. They had him all on the internet. I'm like, dog, come on, don't do it like that. But it revealed things. It reveals your heart. It reveals who you really are. It revealed how immature you are and how you need to grow up and how you need to change and how you need to change your language and how you need to work on your heart and how you need to work on your mind. Fight, reveal things. It reveals who people are to you, how they did not never like you. So sometimes they're not negative. They're just revealing things and we have to work on ourselves. Sometimes it's necessary. So that's all I have tonight. I thank you guys for coming in on tonight. Look in your life, look out at all the dysfunctional things that you have learned to do and just start taking them things one by one hey go to them go to your children go to your family members. Hey, i've been dealing with this stuff all wrong i'm working on myself let me apologize and would you forgive me for acting this way it's okay to apologize it's okay to not do things wrong and accept that it's okay but we don't like that because we want to play perfect i ain't i ain't i ain't with that either because i i know i ain't perfect I know I'm not. And so why do I want to pretend to be that way? Is it because I want to show people an image? Forget that image. I want my family. I want good friendship. I want good relationships. Fight fair. Fight fair. That's all I have tonight. I thank you guys once again. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for um, thank you for coming on and um, being over here tonight thank you so much thank you for your support let me see if i can see you guys earlier i got on my page and i couldn't see you uh let me see if i can see some of you guys on here let me make sure i cut it down thank you so much for just coming on here let's learn how to fight fair uh some of us in new relationships some of us um uh Some of us have old relationships, whether it's dating, whether it's um, uh, with our children, just trying to reconcile everything, just learning how to use our words properly and learn how to fight fair. This will take you a long way. This will actually um, make your relationships more healthy. And so that's all I have. And I thank you for my family that always support me. I love you guys. All my friends that get on here, all my people on YouTube, I thank you for always supporting me. I love you guys. I want to pray. Uh, Father God, we thank you. We bless your name on tonight. We thank you for being just a good God, a kind God, and a merciful God. We thank you for what our ears have heard and our hearts have received. We come to you, Father, on tonight telling you that, Lord God, that we want to be pleasing in your sight. Lord God, we know that we have so many downfalls, and we have so many triggers, and we have so many cycles and patterns, Lord God, But we're asking that you will come in our life and begin to break those things down, that we will become more and more like you, Lord God, as you begin to reveal things, Lord, that you will begin to reveal our flesh lord god because you said that you will not glory in our that your our flesh cannot glory in your presence lord god let us have a heart of forgiveness let us have a heart of mercy and grace to extend to one another lord god teach us how to fight fair lord god some of us don't even know where to start some of us don't even know that we was fighting dirty lord god but we thank you for your word on tonight we pray for wisdom on tonight we pray that lord god that we will learn how to convey our words to one another lord god and that we will say things that will be pleasing to you. We come saying that we all have fallen short of your glory, Lord God, and we ask for forgiveness, Lord God, for what we have said in word, deed, and in action, Lord God. We thank you all tonight, Lord God. We pray for our children that are headed back to school. We pray, Lord God, that they will have a great year. We dismantle, Lord God, and we come against anything that the enemy might send their way, Lord God. We put. Your, we ask that you will put your angels all around them to keep them in every way. We pray, Lord God, that they will even have discernment, that they won't yoke up with unfriendly, with uh, ungodly Friends, Lord God, and that they will use their wisdom and their discernment, Lord God, who to talk to and who not to talk to, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, that they will pass every test, that they that they will be in excellent, Lord God, that even as they study, Lord God, that the Holy Spirit will bring unto their remembrance, Lord God, um, anything that they've learned throughout the year, Lord God, so that when a test come, Lord God, they will pass. We thank you on tonight, Lord God. We thank you that this is the number eight, Lord God, that you're doing a new thing in us, that this is a new beginning for a of us, Lord God, that we receive it in the name of Jesus. We pray that if somebody don't know you, Lord God, that they will get to know you, Lord God, and that you will draw them nearer in Jesus' name. We pray, Amen. And thank God. Thank you guys for joining on tonight. You know, as always, I tell you to assist, be wise, have understanding, create your own bonus, and seek your own change. This is your girl, Eve Talk. I see you guys next week. I love you. Good night.